Hello there. Thanks for stopping by to spend some time with your friend, Dusty. I'm a queer poet living on the coastal plain of the Gulf of Mexico, where I write about love, longing, grief, and ghosts. This is episode 27 of our first season. We're starting out tonight with a poem by Carl Sandberg, who won three Pulitzer Prizes in his lifetime. He lived from 1878 to 1967. Here's Autumn Movement. I cried over beautiful things, knowing no beautiful thing lasts. The field of cornflower yellow is a scarf at the neck of the copper sunburned woman, the mother of the year, the taker of seeds. The northwest wind comes and the yellow is torn full of holes. New beautiful things come in the first spit of snow on the northwest wind, and the old things go. Not one lasts. I just want to take a minute this episode to thank anyone and everyone who's ever press play on my podcast. Um, I really enjoy sharing poetry with everyone. I think poetry is for the people. Um, I do, if I'm not reading submissions from listeners or my own writing, then I am reading from poems available in the public domain. Um, and a great source for that if you're looking specifically for um, American poets also, but is poets.org and just search under themes uh, for public domain and that gives you, you know, a l- access to the poems I'm reading now. And there are also plenty on there that are not public domain poems. You should still check it out to read for your own enjoyment. They also provide a poem of the day email list you can sign up for. And poets.org is not a sponsor or anything of this podcast. I just, um, I use their resources daily and I think everybody should know about them. Thanks for listening. Moving on to our next poem now. going with another Carl Sandberg poem now. This is a wonderful, tender, and dark piece called Under the Harvest Moon. Under the harvest moon, when the soft silver drips shimmering over the garden nights, death, the gray mocker, comes and whispers to you as a beautiful friend who remembers. Under the summer roses, when the flagrant crimson lurks in the dusk of the wild red leaves, love, 
with little hands, comes and touches you with a thousand memories and asks you beautiful, unanswerable questions. We're finishing this episode with a longer poem uh, by Percy Bysshe Shelley, who lived from 1792 to 1822. Um, And he's one of the English romantic writers and had, had a lot of adventures in his short life. So here's Ode to the West Wind. One, O wild west wind, thou breath of autumn's being, thou, from whose unseen presence the leaves dead are driven, like ghosts from an enchanter fleeing, yellow, and black, and pale, and hectic red, pestilence-stricken multitudes, O thou who charioted to their dark wintry bed, the winged seeds where they lie cold and low, each like a corpse within its grave, until thine azure sister of the spring shall blow her clarion o'er the dreaming earth, and fill, driving sweet buds like flocks to feed in air, with living hues and odors, plain and hill. Wild spirit, which art moving everywhere, Destroyer and preserver, here, oh here. Two, thou on whose stream, mid the steep sky's commotion, loose clouds like earth's decaying leaves are shed, shook from the tangled boughs of heaven and ocean, angels of rain and lightning, there are spread on the blue surface of thine airy surge, like the bright hair uplifted from the head of some fierce maned, even from the dim verge of the horizon to the zenith's height, the locks of the approaching storm. Thou dirge of the dying year, to which this closing night will be the dome of a vast sepulchre vaulted with all thy congregated might of vapors, from whose solid atmosphere black rain and fire and hail will burst. Oh, hear! Three. Thou who didst waken from his summer dreams, the blue Mediterranean where he lay, lulled by the coil of his crystalline streams, beside a pumice isle in Baye's Bay, and saw in sleep old palaces and towers quivering within the waves in tenser day, all overgrown with azure moss and flowers so sweet the sense faints picturing them thou for whose path the atlantic's level powers cleave themselves into chasms while far below the sea blooms and the oozy woods which wear the sapless foliage of the ocean know thy voice and suddenly grow gray with fear and tremble and despoil themselves oh here for if I were a dead leaf thou mightest bear, if I were a swift cloud to fly with thee, 
a wave to pant beneath thy power and share the impulse of thy strength, only less free than thou, O uncontrollable. If even I were as in my boyhood, and could be the comrade of thy wanderings over heaven, and then, when to outstrip the sky's speed, scarce seemed a vision, I would ne'er have striven, as thus with thee in prayer in my sore need. O oh, lift me as a wave, a leaf, a cloud, I fall upon the thorns of life, I bleed, a heavy weight of ours has chained and bowed one too like thee, tameless and swift and proud. 5. Make thee thy lyre, even as the forest is. What if my leaves are falling like its own? The tumult of thy mighty harmonies will take from both a deep autumnal tone, sweet though in sadness. Be thou, spirit fierce, my spirit. Be thou me, impetuous one. Drive my dead thoughts over the universe like withered leaves to quicken a new birth, and, by the incantation of this verse, scatter, as from an unextinguished hearth ashes and sparks, my words among mankind. Be through my lips to unawakened earth the trumpet of a prophecy, O wind, if winter comes, can spring be far behind? Would you like me to read your original poem, flash fiction of a thousand words or fewer, letter or question on the podcast? Send them in an email to your friend Dusty at gmail.com. That's Y O U R friend D U S T I at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Hey Dusty, and the official podcast Twitter account is at Your Friend Dusty. Thanks for listening and take care.